You're doing wonderful. Let's sing Jesus Loves Me. Y'all know that song? Jesus Loves Me. All right, let me find it here. Not that I don't know it. I just want to make sure. Kaylee? Okay, here we go. Ready? All right. Jesus loves me, this I know. For the Bible tells me so. that would let you know that Jesus loves you. Yes. He died on the cross for you. That's right. I tell you, there's no greater love than that, the Bible says. No greater love than somebody lay their life down for a friend. Aren't you glad that you can be the friend of Jesus and He died for you? That's a wonderful thing. All right, let's sing one more song. You got one more song? All right. God is so good. Y'all know that one? God is so good. All right. Are you ready? All right. Let's go. seat now, and uh, Brother Michael's going to come and give us what he's got for us. 
All right. Well, I'm so glad you all are here. Was it hot on the bus? Was it hot? Yeah, well, I am glad that you came. Uh, before I get started, let me tell you this. How many of you like tricks? You like tricks? I do. I like tricks, okay? Um, some people think that it's, it's, it's magic. It's not magic, okay? There's a way that I can do it. Um, there's a trick behind it. So when I'm doing a, a, a trick, that's what it is. It's a trick, okay? And if you really want to know how I did it, I'm probably not going to tell you. <laughs> All right? But I want to do something before I get started here. Um, you know, I really need you all to pay attention. I need you to sit still. I need you to listen. And I don't want you to get up. I, you shouldn't have to go to the bathroom. I promise I'm not going to be that long. All right? But I like to give you something to look forward to, something that can maybe cause you to listen. I want you to pay attention, okay? Right here in this hand, I have a, a piece of paper, okay? It's a... It's a it's a little piece of paper. You know what? I'm going to take this piece of paper and I'm going to put it in my hand. And you can see I've balled that piece of paper up. Now, I'm going to try to do something here. My wife loves when I do this. She asks me to do this all the time every time she wants to go shopping. But, you know, I, you got you to gotta watch her, okay? All right, so I'm going to take this here. I want you to watch here. I'm going to open this up. Let's see what I have here. That is 100% real. I promise you, you can take this to the bank. This is a $20 bill. All right? Now, here's the catch. All right? I need an adult. I need an adult to volunteer. And... You know, adults can serve the Lord in many... Adult, adult, which means you're at least 18, okay? You're not 18. I can look at you and tell you're not 18, all right? 19, okay. So anyway, I need, I need an adult to volunteer. Raise your hand if you're willing to do this. I need an adult to be watching everybody. And this adult is going to pick somebody who is going to receive this $20 bill at the end. All right. Can I have an adult volunteer? This is your chance, adults. Miss Honey, will you do it? Miss Honey will do it. All right. All right. All right. Thank you, Miss Honey. All you have to do is just watch at the end. You know, I'm not even going to make you come up here. All right. So I'm going to put this right here. All right. And I promise you, it is real, um, and, and you can you can use it. Okay. All right, well, we're going to go ahead and get started. Um, And let me see here. Uh, Somebody was supposed to come today. I invited him. Archie? Oh, there he is. Hey, Archie, how are you? Howdy, Mr. Hawthorne. Thank you. Well, listen, I am so... Wait, what, what, what did you say? Oh... I'm sad I'm not too good, Mr. Michael. Wait, you said you're sad? Yeah, I'm sad. Well, tell me, Archie, why are you sad today? We're, we're in God's house. We're at church. You're supposed to be excited. What are you, what's going on? Don't you know, Mr. Michael, that 
We have to go back to school soon. Oh, so you're sad because you have to go back to school. That's right. Well, why, what's so bad about school? You know what? You get to learn to read, and when you get to learn to read, then you can read the Word of God, and, and you can you can learn to live. So what what's wrong with school? Well, all that's great and wellness to make but like, well... I'll have to make new friends. Yes, yes, you got to make new friends. That's uh, right. I, I, I see the, the big kids, they're mean to me. The, the, the big kids are mean to you? Yeah, Mr. Michael. What, what do you mean? I mean, like, was that last year? Uh, well, one time I had this kid steal my banana. You had, you had a kid steal your banana? Yeah, Mr. Michael, that how, was a long time ago. How how long ago was that, Archie? Well, here's a fact for you, Mr. Michael. What? I went to school with Pastor Gordon. Oh, you went to school with Pastor Gordon. Yes. Oh, so okay. So that was that was a long time ago. How long have you been in school, man? Sixteen years. Sixteen years. You've been in school, you know what, normally you only go to school for 12, so you, you know, you probably ought to start paying attention. Yes, Mr. Malcolm. Okay. All right. Well, listen, Archie, we're, we're here at church and, and we're getting ready to start. Just by chance, can you tell me a verse that, that maybe just comes to mind that you're thinking of? Um, uh, well, let me think. Um, you're still thinking? Yes, Mr. Malcolm. Okay. Oh, Mr. Mother, I got one, I got one. Oh, what's that, Archie? First Peter 5 8. Oh, yes, I love that verse, First Peter 5 8. And you know what? That's exactly what we're going to kind of talk about today. So I want you to do something for me, Archie. Will you read that verse for me? Or can you, well, I guess you can't. Do you need my Bible? Do you mean bring it over here so you can read it, or do you know it? Sixteen years of school, Archie. You ought to be able to read. All right, let me get my Bible here, and I'm going to bring it over here to you. All right, you said, let's see, here it is. All right, right here. I don't have my glasses. got to hold it close. (laughs) He has a little cross-eyed. All right, here we go. What would you say? Nothing. Okay. First Peter 5.0. Be sober. Be vigilant. Because your adversary, the devil, as a ruling man, walketh about seeking whom he may devour. That's exactly right. Good job, Archie. Well, listen, thank you for telling me that verse, and, and we're going to go over that, okay? But I, I thank you for coming, and I want you just to pay attention and listen, and maybe you can you can learn something today, okay? Okay, Mr. Manker. All right, we'll see you later, Archie. Okay, bye, everybody. Bye, Mr. Manker. Bye. All right. So the Bible verse that he told us was First uh, Peter 5.8, and it talked about being sober. Being sober. And it said, be vigilant. And it talked about your adversary. And the last word that it had was devour. You know, that Bible is talking about somebody that wants to destroy your life. That's talking about uh, somebody, you know, it's, it says, be sober, pay attention. I want you to pay attention to what I'm getting ready to do. I want you to try to figure it out. 
I want you to tell me how I do this. I don't want you to holler out. I just want you to sit still. If you have anything in your hands, I'm going to ask that you put it away. Don't ask to get up to go to the bathroom. Just sit tight. And I want you to really listen and pay attention. All right? What I have here are trick rabbits. These rabbits are awesome. I love having these rabbits. You know what? I don't have to feed them. They're great. They don't make a mess. They don't even go to the bathroom in my house. I love these rabbits, all right? So let me tell you this. What color is this hat? Black. What color is this hat? Black. All right. What color is that rabbit? All right. And what color is this rabbit? So what you're telling me is that this rabbit here matches that color hat, correct? All right, I'm going to put that on there. This color hat is a black hat. It is matching this rabbit, correct? Some of y'all are going to be like Archie. All right, so I'm going to slide this down in there, okay? All right, now I want you to watch, okay? Because these rabbits are so quick, they can jump from one side to the other very quickly, and it's pretty awesome. I've never seen this happen before, but they jump from one side to the other, and like that, it's done. So, this is what color? What color? What? What color is that? And what color is this one? What? I don't, hold on. I don't think you all were paying attention. See, I told you, you got to watch. You got to pay attention. All right, so I'm going to do this. And, and I'm gonna, you got to watch because they're really fast. They jump from one side to the other. You got to watch. You can't be talking. You got to look with your eyes, not your mouth. Here we go. All right, so are these rabbits here? This one will jump from here over to this one and like this and done. Now, what color is this? And what color is this one? See, I told you. They jump, what? See, turn it around like this. Turn, I'm turning around. Oh, I get it. You think that I, that if I turn this rabbit around, this rabbit's going to be and this rabbit's going to be... Listen, boys and girls. This is exactly what Satan does. Listen to me. You all... Listen. 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 You think that you had it figured out. You think that you knew exactly, exactly what it was. All I was doing was turning those boxes around. You had it all figured out in your head. Listen. Satan wants you to think that you got your life all figured out. Be sober. Pay attention. Be vigilant. You need to keep watch. Because your adversary, that's your enemy. Satan is our enemy. He wants to, he is seeking uh, and wants to destroy. Devour means destroy. He wants to destroy each and every one of your lives. You say, I don't believe that, Mr. David. That's not true. It is. 
I won't do it. But you mean tell you what Satan likes to attack? He likes to attack the home. If I ask you, and I don't, please don't raise your hand. I'm not trying to embarrass anybody. This is just an example how Satan attacks the home. If I ask you if your mom and dad were still together, I wonder how many of you could raise your hand. That's, that's not your fault. It's not your fault. It's, this is Satan that is, wants to get into your home and destroy it. I've been married to that woman right there for 21 years. 21 years. That's longer than some of you all have been alive. I would be lying if I told you there's not times that Satan hasn't come in and tried to destroy our marriage. It can be over something like this. It could be because one of us, Satan got a hold of and we got involved into drinking alcohol. We're mixed up in drugs. You know what? Satan will use anything to try to get into your home and destroy it. Remember, he's, he's walking about seeking who he may devour. Satan wants to trick you into spending eternity in hell with him. You see, we don't like to talk about death. At least some people don't. I'm not scared of dying. I'm not scared of death. Because I have a hope that this world does not understand. When that young lady was in the hospital... To say that she faced death is the closest I've ever seen anybody face death. And when she's facing that death, we both talked about, you know what? When she when she went into surgery, her words were this Michael, if I wake up. I'll either see you here or I'll see you in heaven. That was a comfort to me. That was a comfort knowing that if my wife dies, she's going to be in heaven. And I'm going to be with her one day. I had a grandfather that was an alcoholic. He drank all the time. He was in World War II. He come back from World War II. He was drinking so much. My grandmother hated his drinking and would be, you know, asking, please stop drinking. And as us kids come around, we weren't allowed to go over to their house because of the alcohol that was there and him drinking. My grandmother used to take his beer and they, she would open it and she would pour about half of it out and she would fill the rest with water. She would put the lid back on it. He was a rough person. He smoked. He smoked like a chimney. You walk into his house, you could just smell the smoke. I remember as a kid, 
praying for him, praying for him, and praying for him. I wanted him to get saved. I knew, I knew, understood about hell. I knew that it was a place that if he didn't get, he didn't get his life straightened out, that's where he was going to spend eternity. I was scared to death. He had heart problems. I was scared to death my grandfather was going to die and spend eternity in hell. As a child, I remember going up to his house and I would ask him, Granddaddy, why don't you go to church? And he would say, well, I need to. Maybe I'll get there one day. Make a long story short, my grandmother ended up getting bone cancer. She died. Her bone cancer was so bad, she was standing in the kitchen and her hip just broke. He watched her suffer. She knew the Lord. She told him, you really need to go to church. You really need to get saved. Finally, he ended up having a heart attack. Almost took his life. My mom was up there one day and he said, I need to talk to somebody. He said, I want to talk to your pastor. A preacher come and, and talk to him and he accepted the Lord. It wasn't long later, on Christmas Eve, I'm 15 years old, I'm at home, my parents are at the hospital with him, I get a phone call from them and they said, hey, your grandfather has died. That was on Christmas Eve. As a child, I remember buying him a Christmas present, I can still tell you, it was a leather black belt and insure. That's what I bought him for Christmas. I had to take that gift and we all, you know, after the funeral and everything, we all kind of sat around as a family and we had to open that gift. That was the saddest time that I have been in. But you know what? I was able to open that gift and know there was a time when he accepted Christ. I'm going to see him again. I have that comfort. Satan wants to destroy your life. If you have your Bibles, you can turn to Romans 5.8. Just listen, don't talk. Romans 5.8 said, but... God commendeth His love toward us that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. You see, God, God gave Himself for us. What are you going to be remembered for? When you go to school, when you go back to school, what are you remembered for? As you go back to school, I want to give you some things that's going to remind you of God's love for us. You see, God's love for us is something that is pretty amazing. 
is something that even as an adult, sometimes I have a hard time understanding because God loves me even though I do some awful dumb things. Do some wicked things. But you know what? God still loves me. can't work in these conditions. God still loves me. Who can tell me what sin is? What is sin? Right there in the red shirt. Yes. That's correct. Good job. Church, that ought to bless your heart. I'm fighting tears right now because a young man right there, he got that from this church. Bible says in Romans 3.23, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Who's all? Somebody tell me, who's all? Who's all? Right back there. It's everybody, isn't it? For all have sinned. So you're telling me that this man sitting on the front row that is the preacher of this church is a sinner. Yes. You don't believe him? Ask his wife. You don't believe her? Ask those kids right there. Am I a sinner? Absolutely. Ask any of mine, they'll tell you. Have you ever told a lie? Yeah. Do you know because of that, any sin, because if you tell a lie, do you know that's sin? It's anything that goes against God's word is sin. Sometimes I sin and I don't even mean to. I'm just doing things that goes against God's word. I don't, I don't mean to. But then I get in a, in a time like this and the preacher's up here preaching and, and God, God shows me in His word and He says, right there, Michael, it's sin. You need to take care of it. Convicts my heart. Your heart ought to be being convicted right now. We all sin. But you know what? Jesus Christ did something for us. I want you to look. This is totally empty. I can put my hand in there. There's absolutely nothing in there, okay? I promise you that. And let me show you this. There is absolutely nothing in here, okay? And I'm going to put this right back here in there. And I'm going to show you something that can remind you when you go to school of... Christ. Who can tell me when Jesus was crucified, he was crucified on a what? Raise your hand. Raise it. What is it? On a cross. That's correct. He was crucified on a cross. And when they crucified him, they, they took a whip and they did what to him? What did they do with that whip on him? Right there. Yes. Yes, they, they whipped him with it, didn't they? You know that put stripes across his back? 
When you're in school and you start thinking, you can think about this. When you have a piece of paper and you see those piece of papers, you see those lines? That can remind you of the lines that were put across Jesus' back to pay for your sins. Not only that, but this paper is white. You know what? God did something for us when he died on the cross. When Jesus gave himself and he hung on that cross, he was saying, I love you this much. He's willing to give him his life for you. I told you my wife was in the hospital. In the hospital, I told her, I said, Tammy, I said, I wish I could give you my heart. And I meant it. If I could have taken the heart out of my chest and gave it to her, I would do it. You said you would die. So be it. I love her that much. You think I'd do that for him? Ain't no way. You see, the love I have for her is not the same love I have for him. The love that God has for us is a love beyond what I wanted to do for her. He died for all of us. He had to bear your, your sin, the lying, the cheating, the things that you do. He had to bear that upon himself. And then when you're in school, you might have these. You see, because of sin... It does something. It separates us from being able to be with God. Sin separates us from God. You can't be a sinner and, and be this filthy person and, and be able to fellowship with God. You can't do it. Remember when Adam and Eve sinned in the garden? They realized that they were naked. They didn't have any clothes. They sewed fig leaves together and, and covered themselves. They were ashamed. Because I'm a sinner. Because of the sin that I have done, I am also standing there naked in front of God. But His Son covered me with His blood. When God looks at me, he sees his son's blood and he says, you know what? He's forgiven. He can fellowship with me. You can be in, in, in God's presence. That's how I know. When I die, I know for a fact I am going to spend eternity with God. There is no doubt in my mind. If you have your Bibles, turn to Isaiah 59 real quick. Isaiah 59 and verse 2 it says but your iniquities have separated between you and your God and your sin had his I'm sorry 
have hid his face from you that he will not hear. If you reject Christ, if you reject him, you can't expect God to hear you. Many times, we take these scissors and we say, you know what? There's a time when I've accepted Christ as my Savior. I know that I'm, I know that I'm saved. But I've been saved for a while and I want to choose what I cut out. Many adults do that. They choose what they want to give to God. Kids, some of you choose what you want to give to God. You see, we need to give God everything. Everything that we have belongs to God. Everything from the clothes that I'm wearing, my cell phone, the music I'm listening to, the food I decide to eat, the people I hang around with, the, my friends, all that belongs to God. With God, I have nothing. With nothing. careful be careful what friends you have when you go back to school don't pick friends that take God's name in vain don't, don't pick friends that cuss all the time don't pick friends that say hey look at this picture you know, don't pick friends that, that say you know what I want you to, 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 to come with me to this party you need to pick friends that God wants you to have. You need to pick friends that were willing to come to church with you. You say, you know what, if I, if I do that, they're not going to like me. You'll be surprised how God can use you. My brother-in-law is a police officer in Winchester. He called me this week. He said, hey, is Tammy there? I said, yeah. He said, let me talk. He said, I want to talk to you both. And he said, one of these officers that he works with called him and said, Tim, I, I've, got, I've got a mess. I need to talk to you. Tim said, well, you know, he said, I want to meet with you sometime tomorrow. And Tim said, you know what, if... We'll meet now, man. You tell me where. Tim got in his vehicle and drove over there and they met behind a building. A police officer got out and got in Tim's vehicle and sit there and, and started telling Tim about how, how his life was a wreck. 
Tim said this. He said, first thing you need to do is you need to get your heart right with Jesus. He said, you're the second person that told me that. He bowed his head and he accepted Christ. He was ready. My brother-in-law said, you know what? I've been at that police department for a long time. And I haven't led very many people or many of those officers to the Lord. I said, yeah, Tim. I said, that's right. You have been there a long time. But look at the seeds that you have sown. Who did he come to when he was in trouble? Kids, listen to me. Other kids watch you. They will come to you. I promise you they will. It's okay to be different. It's okay to take a stand for the Word of God and say, you know what? I'm not going to do that. I don't, that's not right. That goes against what God wants. It's called sin. Even as an adult, sometimes we don't even want to take a stand. And yet, we expect God to do everything that we ask. If you have your Bibles, you can turn to Romans 10.9. Thank you all for sitting so still and listening. I I, I really appreciate it. Romans 10.9 says this, If thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Listen to me. If you haven't found it in your Bible now, just look this way. The Bible says, Thou shalt confess with thy mouth. I don't know about you, but when I was in school, I made a lot of mistakes. I made a lot of mistakes, and when I made those mistakes, I had to have one of these, an eraser. Do you know, when you accept Jesus Christ in your heart, and you confess those sins... And you tell God, listen, I'm sorry for those sins that you did. And you, you tell Him what those sins are. You know what? It's being erased. The Bible says it's as far as the east is from west. It's gone. You say, how in the world is that possible? Because Jesus gave Himself on that cross. Because He loves you. He loves each and every one of you. Every single one of you are here right now, this very moment, for a reason. God has a plan. You can choose to accept it and accept Christ, or you can reject Him. You can choose when you go to school to be different or you can 
act like the world. Brother Justin Baker told me something this week. It's not very much I get out of him, but I got this. He said, the white sheep that are in the flock, when they get a little bit of gray dirty, they make the black sheep feel a lot more comfortable. You want to make your friends feel comfortable? Go ahead. Start telling those jokes that are a little off color, a little gray, if you will. You can say they're gray, but I'm telling you the Bible is it's either black or it's white. It's either right or it's wrong. There's no in between. Sin is sin. It doesn't matter. There's no weight scale. Oh, well, you know what? I told a little, little lie. It doesn't work that way. A lie is a lie. It's still sin and it's still wrong. And whether, no matter what it is, Jesus Christ had to give himself and be that perfect lamb that was sacrificed for your and my sin. The Bible says, if we will confess with your mouth, In a very few moments, I'm getting ready to ask you a question. And this is the most important time. And if you're, if you're playing, I'm going to ask you to please look this way and just don't bother your neighbor. This is the most important thing. If you don't hear anything else, this is the most important thing. The Bible says, confess with your mouth. I wonder how many have ever done that. You see, you have to, the Bible says you have to confess with your mouth and shall believe in thine heart that God had raised him from the dead. When Jesus Christ was crucified, he didn't just die. In three days, he rose again. And he's alive today. The same God that died on the cross for you is the same God that I'm serving right now. You say, you really believe that? Yes, sir. I do. You say, how do you know? I've had some situations in my life that if it wasn't for the grace of God, there's no explanation for the blessings that I receive on my life but by the grace of God. It's 100% real. If it wasn't for God, that woman right there and me would not be married. Those kids... Who knows what they would be into? They're boys. They get into all kinds of things. But by the grace of God. You see, there was a time when I asked Jesus Christ to save me. I'm not scared of death. I know when I die, I know where I'm going to heaven. I'm really not scared of my wife dying. 
Now, selfishly, I want to keep her here as long as I can. But I'm not scared. Am I going to be sad? Yes. But I know I will see her again in heaven. I know that. I have that comfort. Do you have that comfort? Do you know where you will spend eternity if you die? Heads bowed and eyes closed. Nobody looking around. As Kayla comes and plays, I want you all just to sit quietly. I do not want you to bother anybody. Nobody should be looking around. I want you to search your heart here a minute and just think to yourself. And you should be able to answer it. If I died right now, would I go to heaven? I want you to think about it. It's either a yes or it's a no. Do you know? I'm going to ask you something. If you're sitting there and God's working on your heart, you, can, you know, I don't know that I would go to heaven, but I want to know. I want to know if I would go to heaven. Listen, these adults are praying for you right now. If you say, that's me, I don't know that I would go to heaven, but I want to know. Would you raise your hand? Raise your hand right where you're at. If you have your hand up, I want you to look at me. Look up here at me. 